Travels with Charlie is paid for by Jolly Convenience Stores, Mill Travel American Express, and Casella Waste. The views and opinions expressed in Travels with Charlie do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of the Radio Vermont Group. We welcome listener feedback. Email your comments to wdev at radiovermont.com. Well, it's all about all the folks you meet. Sitting in a diner or out in the street. Catch up with the news. Get your point of view. I want to hear what unravels. I'll see you in my travel. And I'll be hanging around. Don't touch that dial. No, it is Travels with Charlie, special edition. The great Alice Cooper opening it up today. The day before Election Day. Of course, you might have already voted. So welcome to Travels with Charlie, special edition today. We are going to be taking the pulse of the listening audience and joining me on phone line today because he couldn't be here in studio with me my executive producer brad Furlan, as the doctors are in the house good afternoon brad hey good afternoon charlie that's the truth and and to all our listeners that are out there uh, the doctors say it's time to turn your head and cough. <laughs> we, uh, well, maybe not. We, maybe we don't want to go there. But uh, very exciting day, of course, uh, the day before election. Uh, a lot of people have already voted. Uh, in fact, I think we're going to see, you know, nationwide, a record number of people have already voted. Uh, now, before we get into things, let me just uh, say thanks to the sponsors of Travels with Charlie, because this show would not happen without uh, the help of my good friends at Casella Waste Systems, Casella.com. You know, they're keeping zero-sort recycling out of the landfill and reliable service, competitive pricing, and great news, too, with, uh, you know, the the acquisition of the St. Joseph's College in Rutland. They're now going to be uh, doing classes there. They've got the CDL classes that they're doing. That is fantastic. So training people to work for Casella. More information, Casella.com. My friends at Jolly Convenience Stores, when I'm on the road, and I'm and I'm hungry when I'm on the road, and I know where to stop any of the Jolly Convenience Stores for uh, hot coffee, cold drinks, uh, sandwiches, snacks, uh, and, of course, you got to fill up the car along with yourself, Jolly Convenience Stores. And if you're doing some traveling, let somebody do all of the arrangements for you. They've been doing it since 1975, Milne Travel, American Express, MilneTravel.com, and that's spelled M-I-L-N-E, MilneTravel.com. So once again, welcome to Travels with Charlie, special edition. You know, we've been doing this show for over a year now. First time, Brad, that we 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 open up the phone lines to literally take the pulse of our listeners and Vermont and find out what's on their minds, what are the important issues as they either head off to the polls tomorrow or they've They've already done it. And, of course, there is so much to talk about. There's lots to talk about, uh, you know. So let's do that, 244-1777, whatever's on your mind, what's important to you. And that's what we want to hear. We want to hear what's important to you, what what issues are, are important to you, what are you most concerned with. Um, is there, you know, you can make some predictions if you want, although, I don't know if you probably agree with me, Brad. I think, you know, making predictions in Vermont, you know, as far as the Vermont elections go, pretty easy. Would you agree? Or do you think there's some that we're really going to be watching closely? Yeah, it's, uh, it looks like it's a lot of the, uh, the uh, positions have, have been predetermined almost with the, the, the primary, the way it worked out. Uh, I think the lieutenant governor's race could be, one to watch. Yeah, uh, I agree sure. with you on that. Yes. Uh, and then there are some uh, House and Senate races around the county or around the state that uh, people are looking at that 
um, even some incumbents that might be challenged this year that that'll be interesting to see on the local level. So let's hear from our listeners today. Travels with Charlie. What's on your mind? What's important to you? What issues are you most concerned with? Do you think there's going to be a red wave? Uh, is it inflation? Uh, uh, have you been cutting back? You know, we hear so much about well, gas prices are up and they are up. Um, ha- have you had to cut back in any way? Food prices are certainly up. What have you, what are you doing to, uh, to combat all of that? Brian is first this afternoon on Travels with Charlie. Brian from Eden. The doctors are in, Brian. Good afternoon. Yeah. What's on your mind? Well, I, it's exciting. I always love elections, especially DV. It makes it even more exciting. Um, you know, I, Republicans, um, Anson Tebbets, people like the governor, uh, Jim Jeffords, although he switched sides, uh, Robert Stafford, I mean, they're just becoming a rare breed. I got to say, the national Republicans, by jumping in with you know, con man Trump. You know, I, I hate to vote for Democrats. I hate to have them have such a super majority, but my goodness, the local ones, there are some good ones, but boy, they're a dying breed. And I don't know what the national election scares the heck out of me. Um, as far as things like inflation go, I mean, England is suffering, uh, what, 9% record inflation. Uh, we gonna blame Biden for that? I mean. Well, no, it is, it is, a, you know, it is an international, uh, event, but, uh, still the point is it's happening here in this country. And what are we doing to combat it? You know, spending more money certainly, uh, doesn't combat that, Brian. Well, that was, uh, hopefully just the, uh, the virus there, and you know, somebody has to pick up the pieces. Like I said, I, I'm not for most of the things, but when it comes down to governance, it's so easy to throw bombs from the outside and so difficult to govern. Yeah, that's just always been true. All right, thanks for your call, Brian. Okay. At eight two four four seventeen seventy seven or one eight seven seven two nine one eight two five five. Travels with Charlie. The doctors are in. We're taking the pulse of our listeners today. What's on their mind as they head off to uh, to vote tomorrow, or maybe you've already voted. Catherine from Moortown joining us. Catherine, have have you already voted? Oh yes, yeah, I already voted. But this is something that has bothered me for a long time. The Democrats did not have to end up with Joe Biden if they only would have let Bernie Sanders into their circle. So they got what they deserve. (laughs) (laughs) And that's bothered me. You wanted to know what's on our mind, what has bothered us? Yeah. Well, that has bothered me for a long time. Let me ask you, Catherine, because, you know, I've certainly followed politics very closely for many, many years, and you know, Bernie used to be a guest on my previous show, and then for the last uh, eight or nine years, he, he wouldn't come on anymore. And he, and he kind of uh, shuns most of uh, the local media here, which I, you know, I don't think he should do. But nonetheless, um, his party, you're absolutely right. I don't know what it is about uh, they just did not embrace Bernie Sanders. Uh, no, they would, they would not let him in. Yeah. And I am not even a Bernie Sanders fan. I'm a dyed-in-the-wool Republican. Yeah, well, I'm... I'm, it's going to be our day tomorrow. Well, uh, we shall see. Um, Thank you for your call this afternoon, (laughs) Catherine. Yeah, two four four seventeen seventy seven. So, Catherine, making a prediction that uh, tomorrow will be a day for Republicans. They'll be they'll be doing a big dance. Brad, uh, you want to go out on a limb? Is there going to be a red wave? Most people are saying the House. uh, That's pretty certain. But you know, nationally in the Senate. uh, well, we still have to, you know, follow that uh, pretty closely. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, and I was looking, Charlie, at some of the data here in Vermont on Dems and Republicans. The governor's office has kind of traded places over the years. It was from 92 to 2002. It was Democrat. Then 2003 to 10, it was Republican. 11 to 16, Democrat. And then 17 till present, Republican. So, that kind of went back and forth in an even way. Um, the Senate control of the Vermont Senate and House since 2005 has been solid D, um, red. And yeah. then um, there wasn't a Republican majority um, since in the Senate since 1996. So, um, in, you know, it's funny we, we can pick a Republican or Democrat governor, but they've leaned 
Vermonters have leaned more towards Democrat in the in the uh, House and Senate. You know, one of the things I'd like to throw out uh, this afternoon, Brad, is, uh, you know, sticker shock. As we continue to talk about what's driving us uh, to the polls tomorrow, and inflation is certainly one of those issues, as uh, the first caller pointed out. Uh, uh, but sticker shock, you know, what is it that you've seen recently? And maybe if you've... I. Certainly, I haven't bought a new car within the last few years, and I'm glad that I, I did buy one in 2018 because um, I understand you can't even find them on the lots. But the the prices are – you used to go in and you'd haggle. And today it's like here's the price, and it's typically it's higher than what the the you know manufacturers suggested retail price is. Uh, interest rates, we're seeing interest rates are up in the 7% range now. Uh, fuel, and as we head into that you – know, the wintertime – Heating oil. So uh, what is it, uh, you know, what sticker shock have you seen recently and how have you adjusted to that? Uh, did you maybe, you know, go out to eat, uh, you know, two or three times a month and now you only do that once a month? Uh, how have you changed? What, you know, what's changed for you? 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255 or basically anything that's on your mind. Election related today as we head out to the polls tomorrow. Brad, are you, uh, you know, kind of a dyed in the wool? Um, got to go to the polls like I do. I, I, I can't see, you know, voting ahead of time. I love to go there and, and just kind of walk in and do my thing and walk out. I don't know if it's a generational thing or not. What do you say? Yeah, I'm the same way, Charlie. I like going into the town hall and, um, you know, you know the justices who are working the poll, and and you see a lot of people that you don't normally see, and it's just it's kind of a spirited thing, and you get to see the candidates who are out front, uh, freezing to death sometimes. <laughs> Not tomorrow. Well, actually, tomorrow is going to be a little cooler than it has been. We've had, uh, um, you know, and this could be a, a thing for you know any of the global uh, uh, warming alarmists that are out there. If it were 60 degrees tomorrow, they could say, that's it. See, global warming, it's here. You need to vote for me. And, and we all know who those people are. I'm not going to mention any names, but um, uh, and, you know, maybe you agree with that. Maybe you don't agree with that. Let's hear from you. 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. Brad Verlin, uh, executive producer of Travels with Charlie, joining me this afternoon on phone line. And we'd love to hear from you, your thoughts on what's going on with the election tomorrow. Brad, one of the things I think that uh, has really gotten me during this election cycle, and, and we're hearing it from both sides, and both sides love to yell about the, the lies and the misinformation that's out there. And, you know, maybe it's the channel that I watch, the, the network that I watch, but I seem to, I see a lot of misinformation out there. And, and some of it just really, I don't know how you can get away with it. And one of, one of the, the things was, I think it was about last week or the week before, perhaps, when President Biden had one of his very few uh, press conferences. Of course, he's been out, you know, stumping. He's on the trail saying that gas was $5 a gallon when he took office. And why didn't anybody gasp at that point and go, wait a minute, and do the fact check? It was somewhere over, it was just under three. It was either, you know, 240, 250, somewhere mm. in there. Nowhere near $5 a gallon. And nowhere yeah. does it get called out. And, you know, people listen to that and they go, yeah, you know what? He's absolutely right. He's brought gas down. I'm paying 379 now. And and you know what? I'm not happy at 379. I know it's come down from its high, but it's still not as low as it was. Yeah, it's uh interesting these also these uh New York and New Hampshire political ads, Charlie. Um they are vicious in nature. You'd think it bring out pitchforks and torches, <laughs> you know, on every single person running. It's just like horrendous. I'm, I'm, you know, there's one, and, and we can also throw this out uh, to our listeners. Robert, be right with you. I uh, just want to, uh, you know, some of the ads that have stood out for you that you just, you're going to be relieved on Wednesday when they don't run these anymore. And I don't know who ran the ad, so I'm not going to guess and say something because I don't want to, 
uh, you know, slander anybody that, that didn't run the, it was the ad that was taking on Donald Trump and it actually mentioned, I'm not going to kiss his butt. And he didn't use the word butt. He used the A word, which I'm not going to use. And I'm listening and going, you're actually saying that on a, on a TV ad in the middle of the day. Don't, you know, so and so. And they showed, uh, President Donald Trump. He was at a tennis match or something playing tennis and he's wearing white shorts. And you can see the outline of the tidy whities and, and, you know, it's a look that you're just, you're never going to get out of your mind. And you're going, I forgot who, who the ad was about and who it was for. So did it work? I don't know, but it was, was not very impressionable. Robert from Bristol, you're next on Travels with Charlie as we take the pulse of Vermont the day before Election Day. Robert, what's on your mind? Have you voted yet? Well, uh, yeah, I voted. Um, uh, you just brought up the lack of civility, and uh, you can uh, hand that to Donald Trump, I think. And, um, um, uh, of course, it was not it, – it existed before him, but he brought it to a new low. Well, and, uh, let me just stop – Robert, Robert, let me stop you right there because you say that he yeah. brought it to a new low, but – We've got, uh, you know, Joe Biden referring to uh, Republicans as fascist and and he uses the term MAGA, you know, you know, which is it's, it's used in a a negative way. So it's not right, just. Right. Well, listen to all the ads. You can watch the ads on television and you can see the vitriol that comes from the GOP that is not based on fact. And you can see, you know, that, you, you know, you can actually trace back the lies that are going and they use these ads all across the country and uh so what are you going to do when that ends up being effective at firing up uh an angry uh base that trump has been able to inspire to actually attack our capital um, well, Robert, let me let me ask you about yeah, yeah. Let, let me ask you about some of the yeah. lies or misinformation that's out there. Yeah. And I call it it's not a lie. If you believe it in your mind, I guess it's 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 a truth. But the <laughs> the inf, the inf, <laughs> psychopaths believe go that way. The the Inflation Reduction Act has nothing to do with reducing inflation. It, you know, economists have come out and said that if it does anything over the next five years, you're looking at, you know, under, a, you know, 0.05%, it would do anything to inflation. So why even call it the Inflation Reduction Act? It is not an Inflation Reduction Act. Well, um, I, I guess not, but then you're, you're looking at people who said that doing uh, that, that, uh, uh, not have you know not uh, trans getting away from fossil fuels isn't going to make any difference. We're all going to die anyway, uh, or else they're saying it's not going to happen fast enough. There's no possible way we can make this happen. You at least have to make the steps. You've well, got to acknowledge it. You've got to put it in legislation, and you've got to start working for it. Well, making the steps, I think, you know, good point that you're making, Robert, is about making the steps and about doing it slowly, you know, shutting off uh, uh, the pipelines and, and gas production here in this country. Uh, is well, That is too I quick. That is too quick. We don't have the infrastructure to have all, you know, everybody have an electric well, vehicle. Most people can't afford an off. electric. Most the people can't you, afford an electric vehicle. Before you cut me off, I just want to bring up uh, something else. Uh, there's two other things. You want to know what really gets your peeves. So I've had a chance. But, but Citizens United has put corporations fully in the driver's seat of our government. That's my opinion, and I believe that you can, you can start at Citizens United and see how much corporate control of elections and how much money they can infuse without having to say who they are and knowing who it is, that, that's a downfall. Uh, that's a major blow to democracy, whatever side you're on. Robert, and we got a, we got a break, Robert. Eyes go. Yeah. Robert, we got a break. Thanks, thanks for your call this afternoon. All appreciate right, it. Right, sorry. Thank you very no, much. no, not at all. Appreciate uh, your, your point of view. And we want to hear from more listeners. 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. The conversation continues. Travels with Charlie, special election edition. So we want to hear what's on your mind the day before election continues right after this on WDEV. 
The waste and resource management industry is a complex, integrated system that many people and communities take for granted. Trash, recycling, compost, we're all familiar with the terms, but maybe not the truths behind the waste industry. Want to learn more? Beyond the Bin is a podcast by Casella, which shines a light on what really happens to our waste and recycling. If you're interested in environmental sustainability and renewable resources, then check out this podcast. You'll learn about waste and recycling, meet members of the Casella team, and one episode even deals with beekeeping. Check it out online at www.casella.com forward slash beyond the bin. Alice Cooper on a Travels with Charlie special election edition. As we go to the phone lines with my executive producer, Brad Ferlin, joining me on phone line today. And we want to hear from you, 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. Brad, one of, the, you know, one of our previous callers brought up uh, the issue of uh, you know, some things that are being said on the Democrat side and on the Republican side and some of the lies, misinformation that's out there. I've I got a couple more that I'd like to bring up to just kind of jostle people's uh, memories here. It was just uh, October 15th is when we find out about if there's going to be an increase in Social Security. And we all know, I think we all know, most of us know that it's based on the rate of inflation. I believe they take uh, the number from the last three months and they figure something out. We got an 8.7% increase. For those of you that are on Social Security, that's the biggest increase in a long time. So the White House goes out and they want to put a little spin on it and say that Joe Biden has given you an increase in Social Security. Well, <laughs> uh, I suppose, you know, that's talk about putting a little lipstick on a pig. I mean, <laughs> it's it's based on the rate of inflation. It isn't like Joe Biden said, you know what? These hardworking people worked all their lives and they're having a tough time. I'm going to give them an 8.7% increase. It's based on the rate of inflation. And that's the number that they came up with. And for those of you that are jumping up and down and going, yeah, that's fantastic, it's probably going to get eaten up by most of the rate of inflation. So it's not like you're getting ahead. Would you agree, Brad? Yeah, yeah. I think that often uh, elected officials take credit for something the universe provided. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I'd I'd love to hear from you, uh, our listeners uh, today, as as we take the pulse of Vermont two four four seventeen seventy seven or one eight seven seven two nine one eight two five five. What's important to you? What is it? What are the issues that are making you go to the polls tomorrow, or perhaps you've already voted? But here's another one that we we hear that Republicans want to take Social Security and Medicare away from you. Now, there's some truth in that. However, when you frame it in that way, it sounds like, well, there's no way I can vote Republican. They're going to take Medicare. Think about that for a minute. Just think about that for a minute. And, Brad, you've run campaigns before for many, many Vermonters uh, that have run for office here, successful ones, I might add. How would if, – if I came to you and, Brad, and said, Brad, here's what I want to do. I want to take away – Social Security and Medicare. Uh, what what would you say to me? Uh, keep your day job. <laughs> so, in other words, do you really believe that there is anyone out there? And I know they're saying about Bull Duke in New Hampshire that that's what he wants to do. Well, listen to the whole conversation that he had. It's about means testing. This isn't something that's new. It's been out there for years. You know what that is. That's if if you make a certain amount of money, you don't get Social Security because you don't need it. Now, I'm not saying I agree with that because you've paid into it all your life. I, I think that you should get something. But do you do you think like an Elon Musk needs Social Security? I mean, seriously, think about that for a moment. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, I, I, I think that there's merit to that, that uh, – it could be scaled and it could be, you know, um, for people who need it and 
Those that don't, uh, there are other opportunities for them to save money in the system, which, you know, we hear about a lot. So, so that's really what that's all about. When you hear that Republicans want to take away Social Security and Medicare, they're not take, talking about taking it away from someone that's struggling, that needs that check each month. In fact, it might be that those that Social Security would be solvent much longer if that were the situation, or that you might even get to get more money, right? And you're raising something, Charlie, that's always been something that I have has bothered me. If we're getting into the what bothers us thing, and that is that the attacks on on party to party is so nonproductive for everyone. Yeah, um, it really. You know, the, in my mind, the best politicians are the ones, or the best elected officials, the ones who are solution oriented, who see a problem and try to bring us to a better place. Um, but we just don't seem to be there most of the time, and it's very discouraging. Now, Brad, you've run ads, uh, you've you've run campaigns uh, in the past, and let's talk a little bit about if we could touch on that about negative campaigning. And I know that sometimes when you take the playbook from uh, the national playbook about running a campaign. Many will say that the last couple of weeks you got to you got to go a little negative. Well, most recently uh, saw an ad for Lieutenant Governor uh, race uh, David Zuckerman where a former employee came out and talked about how David and and David was a you know a slave driver. He worked for him and uh, you know you know mentioned all. And I l- listened to that and I go, "You know what? I don't really want to hear that." I I mean, how many people do you know that have worked for somebody that that it'd be pretty easy if if they had 50 employees, you could find five that weren't happy with their boss. Yeah, it's interesting you say that, Charlie, because even in um, the local media here in Franklin County, there have been some late hitting, and that's often when it is late hitting negative letters to the, to the local newspaper. And you know, we are, as I mentioned earlier, we're seeing these New Hampshire TV ads and, and New York TV ads that are just brutal. But in general, I think in Vermont, we've had a civility that has people are more turned off by the negative. And typically what I see in political races, if somebody's going really negative, whether it's factual or not factual, it, it tends to be a more desperate measure and not necessarily, you know, because they're doing well. Agreed. Uh, we're we're going to take a quick break here. Travels with Charlie continues on WDEV as we take the pulse of Vermont the day before election. Brad Fernland joining me here on uh, on Travels with Charlie. And we want to hear from you. When we come back, a big question for you, because we're hearing a lot about this, is democracy in danger? And, Brad, I'd love to talk with you about that and debate it with our listeners. Is democracy in danger? Straight ahead, right here, Travels with Charlie, Election Day Special on WDEV. When I'm on the road, I don't have to look very far for a place to fill my gas tank or my belly. Jolly Convenience Stores, with over 40 locations to choose from, makes it easy. Fuel for your car, fresh-made sandwiches, soft drinks, hot coffee, pastries, friendly service, and even creamies. Jolly Convenience Stores supports your community by sponsoring events, veteran organizations, and more. That's why I support them, and you should too. Stop in today. Jolly Convenience Stores, home of the Daily Smile. Alice Cooper, elected special election edition of Travels with Charlie. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me today on WDEV. Brad Ferlin, my executive producer, is also joining me as we discuss the issues that are important to you as you head off to the polls tomorrow. Quick reminder, if you have uh, uh, topics that you'd like to hear discussed here on the program, guest ideas or comments, you can always contact me at C Papillo Radio at gmail.com. C Papillo Radio at gmail.com. Welcome back and thanks for joining me today as we discuss the issues that are important to you. Brad, before we went to break, I said, uh, is democracy in danger? We're hearing a lot of that uh, recently. We're hearing it from many candidates on the left side that democracy is in danger. I 
don't see it in danger. I, maybe people out there do. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. Is that a scare tactic? What do you make of it, Brad? Yeah, well, I would hope our country is um, more mature than that, Charlie, that we're going to um, – what we, we often see in times, and hopefully we will again, that uh, leaders – emerge in in troubled times and i think that that's what we need um the get rid of sort of the partisan point of view we've had covid it's been tough the economy is really going to be challenged by all the spending on covid the lack of work the you know all of that so really it's um my hope is that we will do what we've done for hundreds of years, and that is rise to the occasion and, and try to make things better. Yeah, I don't see democracy as in danger in the least. Uh, if you can argue that, I'd love to hear from you, 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. Let's talk about another issue that's that's out there, and that's, you know, anyone that's our age, Brad, we're, you know, you know well beyond the, uh, you know, paying for our, our student loans. <laughs> I'd, I, you kind of wish you hung on to them and said, no, do I, can I get forgiveness? Although I don't know about you, but I, I still get texts and emails and phone calls that, you know, that, uh, you know, have you applied for your student loan forgiveness? I, yeah, I, I, would, I wondered about that. <laughs> can I take one out and get it forgiven? Uh, what is, can you, can, Anybody give me one reason why we should have student loan forgiveness? You took out a loan, and why are we stopping at student loans? Um, still paying for a car? What about your mortgage? Shouldn't we have mortgage forgiveness? Where does that even come from? I look at it as like, you want to say somebody's buying a vote? They're buying young votes. That is buying a young vote. Karen, Karen from Charlotte joins us on Travels with Charlie. Karen, <laughs> what Hi, you, good afternoon. Welcome to Travels with Charlie Special Edition. What do you make of student loan forgiveness or anything that's on your mind for that matter today? Well, I, I just want to say, first of all, I really, I used to be a big fan. I loved listening to you and Ernie for many years, and it's nice to hear you back on the radio. Thank so you, I Karen. I want to say that first. Thank you. Thank, um, you for, thank you for listening. But then I want to say that I really am worried about our democracy because um, I think they say there's 300 candidates running nationally on the big lie. Yes. And there's major efforts to undermine free and fair elections. And I do feel that that's a real threat to our democracy when when you um, are inflaming people's lack of confidence in um, our election system. That That is that really does frighten me. So when you were asking about that, um, that's, uh, that's what I wanted to say. Karen, um, thank you for your call. Stay on because, uh, and again, thanks for all your years of listening on uh, the other program. And, yeah, I, I miss it, Ernie. We had a great time doing that show. We used to do a feature called the, the Seinfeld Moment of the Morning. And I thought about this uh, as I continued to hear this this term, election deniers. That sounds like a Seinfeld moment, you know, when they would refer to somebody as they were a low talker or they were this or that. Election deniers. And, you, and you're hearing that a lot, and it's being brought up as an issue. And how can you say it with a straight face when some of the biggest election deniers are not just on the Republican side, but also on the Democrat side, Hillary Clinton? Uh, she, you know, she went on a crying tour after she lost the election. Stacey Abrams, the same thing. So there's election denial on both sides. Why would you bring it up? Well, because I'm, I'm just looking at the candidates that are running for office, and um, and then I'm, I, you know, I listened, I listened, I sat through a lot of the hearings, the testimony, and these are people who are. Um, a lot of Republican, you know, from both sides. I'm a moderate, you know. I would like to see. I'm not, you know. I'm a moderate. Um, I I wish we could clone our governor, you know, but we can't. Um, and uh, I, I worry about the people. I mean, it's the lack of civility. But but you know, these people are saying if if, if you look, if you listen to it, and there were. You know, all the K court, K, K, uh, court cases that failed, 
Um, there were many, many recounts. Um, and I always, you know, I'm somebody who always, I like to go vote. I, I'm a ballot counter. You know, I like to, you know, be civically involved. And just the way that they're attacked, the, the attacks on the yeah. uh, people that are, are um, you know, doing all that work, it's just, it's, it's um, I, I just... Well, well, Karen, making an issue out of that, I mean, really, it, you know, it's two years ago this all happened, and and is that they're trying to, you know, the Democrats are trying to keep that in the forefront. Are people really thinking about that, or are they thinking about uh, immigration and you know, keeping the borders safe, uh, the cost of uh, of food, uh, you know, inflation, the economy? Uh, isn't that law and well, order? I, I think I, I honestly think that in general, people want opportunity and success, you know, people want the same things. And to me, it's always been a question of how do you get there? You know, and people have different opinions on the best path to get to to where we want to go as a country. But if your basic fundamentals um, are getting are getting uh, undermined, and, 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 and I do think that's where Trump, I mean, the way that Trump broke so many norms in terms of how people, you know, things should be done, and I, I, I just think there's a, a break, a fundamental breakdown. You know, we're always, it's never completely one party's fault, right. you know. It's the Democrats do this, the Republicans do that. Who knew we were going to have a, a war in Ukraine? You know, who knew we were going to have a pandemic? You know, there, there are a lot of things that are outside of your control, um, and nobody has all the answers. You're right. So, uh, but you've got to have your fundamentals. You've got to have your fundamentals, and I'm worried about the breakdown of, of fundamentals. Have you voted already, Karen, or are you going to vote tomorrow? I'm going to vote tomorrow. All right. Well, thanks yeah. for thanks for joining us here on Travels with Charlie. Nice to hear from you. Thank you for your for thanks, your uh, listening. Yes, two four four seventeen seventy seven or one eight seven seven two nine one eight two five five as we discuss the issues that are on your mind. Are you an election denier? Uh, um, what do you make of that term? What are your thoughts on student loan forgiveness? Uh, you know, here's another one. We we hear so much about this move to electric vehicles. Uh, you know, one of our first callers brought up uh, electric vehicles, and we need to move to uh, you know a, you know a gasless society. Well, that may be the case, but we you, we can't do it abruptly. Abruptly, we can't just snap our fingers and all of a sudden we're going electric. If you see the cost of most electric vehicles, we don't have enough charging stations across the country. You can't go you know more than 300 miles without having to charge it and. Where do you charge it? And it takes a long time to charge it. And, Brad, one of the real important issues is paying for the roads because you and I drive a gas vehicle, and I would say 99% of our listening audience today drives a gas vehicle. So every time they fill up, they're paying a tax, which goes towards bridges and roads. So the people that are driving electric vehicles, they're getting a pass on it. That's not fair. That's got to be addressed, and it's not. Yeah, that's uh, interesting, and I'm gathering that that's going to catch up um, sooner than later, Charlie, although it certainly seems like an appeasement to the electric car industry, um, but not fair to, you know, um, everyday Vermonters. Uh, But, you know, the legislature has had a propensity to even um, tax the coins that fall into the couch cushions. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we're be, likely to see that come soon. Be enough. careful. Uh, wasn't there one time we, there was a concern about a tax on, uh, I think there was a tax uh, considering a tax on toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right? Think of the the, the COVID hoarders. They, uh, they would be uh, <laughs> in big trouble. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. This is your chance to, to spout off what's on your mind as we head off to the election uh, booths tomorrow, as we head to the polls, or maybe you've already voted let's hear from you anybody want to make any predictions they can do that uh, you know red wave uh, blue wave uh, not you know nothing's going to happen nothing unusual is going to happen what are your thoughts 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255 
tomorrow is the big day. Brad, I have a feeling that Wednesday morning we're going to wake we we may know who won the 1.9 billion dollar lottery, uh the Powerball ticket. Um but I don't I think there's going to be a lot of races more nationally than locally that we do not have the winners right away. I think Pennsylvania is going to be one of them. This Oz and uh, and and Fetterman uh uh, race uh, any others that you can think of and do you agree that we're not going to have the results uh, Wednesday morning yeah it's been sort of a trend over the last few years that we sometimes wait days for these close results and I I think that's going to be correct um, on some of these House and Senate races um, nationally um, also want to return to something Karen said you know she was praising um, the governor and it seems like there should be some lessons there for politicians. Um, Governor Scott has often taken a, sort of a middle position on a lot of political issues. He's he's uh, angered the the more conservative right. He's angered the you know the the more liberal left, yeah. and yet um, seems to have decision making policy that's you know more in the middle and, and more moderate and. That has become very attractive to both. He's he's runs as a Republican, but it certainly has become attractive to many Democrats when he gets seventy percent of of the popular vote, which is quite amazing. Well, and 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 you know, many people say, you know, what's next um, when Governor Scott decides that he's not going to run? Um, you know, who will be the next uh, Republican to step up to that plate? Uh, you, you know, there are two Republicans that really come to mind that that have had great support in this blue state. And, you know, Jim Douglas is the other one. Yeah, for sure. Well-loved. Um, swears his wife, Dorothy, will, <laughs> you know, do away with him if he uh, even thinks about such a thing. But no he, kidding. He would, he probably would do well in an election. Although, giving the trends that I was reading earlier, it it tends to say that we would head back to a, a Democrat governor um, this next time around. But who knows? And, and we don't know what what Governor Scott's plans are. He he, you know, is doing a good job. He yeah. could stay in there for a while. Yeah. Matt from Faston uh, joining us on Travels with Charlie as uh, Brad and I take the the pulse of Vermont the day before election. Matt, you're next on Travels with Charlie. What's uh, what's on your mind? Have you voted yet? Yeah, I voted um, early. And often, or just? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish. Why? Why'd you? Can I ask you? Uh, why'd you vote early, Matt? Um, I don't need to listen to a lot of the vitriol that keeps coming back and forth. Yeah, and, you've you know, you've I already made up I, your mind. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I had already made up my mind. So let's vote and get it out of the way. So it frees you up tomorrow. You don't have to stand in line. Uh, you know, exactly. nobody knows what the weather's going to. It's going to be a nice day to to get out and vote tomorrow. But uh, you know, who knows what it might be? And any predictions, uh, Matt? Or what's 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 important to you? Well, um, I'm hoping for a blue wave. Um, you know, I was listening to some of the comments that you had earlier, and uh, it's interesting to hear you um, kind of pontificating for the right and. Uh, of course, the people who are calling in seem to be from the left, so it's been a, a good back and forth. Yeah, well, you know, people that have listened to me, today. people that have listened to me for years on another radio station, Matt, know exactly where I come from. I've, I've, I've sort of toned it down here on Travels with Charlie, but uh, you know, taking a, you know, a little, a little bit, uh, letting people know a little more, a little bit more what uh, you know what my politics are. But Matt, I appreciate your call today. Thank you for joining us on Travels with Charlie. Yeah, I actually had a. You want to go? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. You know, I, I, um, I thought it was kind of a false equivalency when you were trying to talk about um, the election deniers, and you tried to use the example of Hillary. Um, and who was the other person? I forget. Stacy Abrams. Was. Both, both Stacy and Hillary have come out saying that they, they were, you know, you know, screwed uh, out of their out of the election. So, okay, the, so you know, in both cases. So with with in Hillary's case. Um, Again, popular vote and okay, electoral college win, no yeah. problem. Yeah. A Stacey Abrams, I think she probably had a legitimate complaint because you've got somebody in charge of the elections that's actually running for, for office, which seems pretty kind of odd. But let's move past that. Let's yeah. just say that, you know, they were both deniers. Did they move on? 
Yes, they did. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, you know, Hillary's kind of had a, you know, a two-year run on, you know, doing talk shows and, and, and TV programs about, uh, about losing, losing the election. So, um, I would. She's not really denying the result. The result is the result. Whereas today's election deniers, these are people saying, you know what, and your, your comment was, well, it was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was two years ago, but you still have people in high office that are saying that the um, that the that the the election was fraud, that the president is not the president, that Donald Trump is actually the president. They're just denying it when the previous caller laid it out pretty clearly. Let, let, yeah. Matt, Matt, let me be clear that I I am not trying. Don't try to paint that picture. And I know you're not trying to. Do it. I just want to make sure that people understand where I'm coming from. I don't believe that. Uh, the election was was false. The results were correct, and and uh, you know if that were me, I would have walked away and said, uh, "Okay, good luck to you, uh, Mr. Biden. Uh, it's it's all yours. Uh, you know maybe we'll meet again uh, to fight another day." But uh, uh, you know, good Matt, we're going to move on because I got to take a couple more calls before we break this afternoon. Thanks for your call, Matt. Great to hear from you, Dale from Burlington on Travels with Charlie Special Election Edition. Good afternoon to you, Dale. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good to hear your voice. And and yours uh, as well, Dale. Thank you. Thank you for joining me here. You asked the question earlier if uh, people feel that uh, democracy is in danger. Yes. I think is the way that you have put it. Well, I don't know if democracy is in danger, but the presidency is because of the last three choices that we've had for president named Donald, Hillary, and Joseph. That is the danger. Three people not capable of being president. That is where the danger lies, in my opinion. I don't think democracy is in danger, but the presidency is when we elect leaders like we have elected over the last six years. Well, you have to wonder, Dale, what was on the mind of the Democrat Party when when and and I'm going to you know try not to you know talk about uh, the ability of Joe Biden to 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 be president uh, many are questioning his cognitive ability you have to wonder didn't somebody see what was going on with this guy before the elections and say you know what Joe you you had a great run in the senate just head off into the sunset and let somebody else run but they let him go yeah, they let him go, and again, uh, you know, the there's one side out there that says, well, the only reason they won was because of COVID, and he stayed in his cellar in his bunker for yeah. just about the entire campaign period. He, he did. I don't yeah. necessarily believe that that is the reason. Um, I think anybody that knew anything about politics knew that Joe was probably – had reached his peak and he was going downhill. Yeah. Physically, mentally wise. Yeah. I don't think that's a big secret. Um, but that just goes to say is the choices that we've had lead us to this mess where mm-hmm. it's a 50 50 split almost. Dale, for the, the for the, two for elections. the, for the old listeners of uh, the Charlie and Ernie show, I recognize the voice, and some of you may recognize. Dale was the great prognosticator on that program. So, Dale, I'm going to ask you to go out on a limb today, and you're from Burlington. Just one issue that I'd like you to, uh, uh, if, if you have a prediction, the, the $165 million bond vote for the new high school. 66.2% will say yes. All right. You know what? Wow. Okay. All right. I'm, and and also let's point out that you know Dale would go to Saratoga from time to time and he'd come back uh, penniless. <laughs> so this is true. Yes, Dale. I'm writing that down. And the next program, I will point out, 66.2 percent say yes to the 165 million dollar bond vote, new high school in Burlington. We'll see if you're right on that, Dale. Great to hear from you today. Thanks, Charlie. Take it easy. Thanks for listening. We'll take a quick break. We're going to wrap things up next right here on Travels with Charlie, WDEV. 
Whether you're traveling for a vacation, planning a business trip, or have a global company looking for a strong Vermont-based company to align with for business and meeting management, Milne Travel is a trusted local partner, and they've been one since 1975. Milne Travel is one of the top travel companies based in New England. Featuring educational tours, vacation travel, or corporate solutions, let their travel specialists search the lowest airfares exclusive to the travel industry for you guaranteed. We're all getting ready to travel again. Save time and money on your next trip. Go to www.millentravel.com. Welcome back. Travels with Charlie. It's a special election edition of Travels with Charlie. Glad that you could join me today along with my executive producer, Brad Furlan, taking the pulse of Vermont. Brad, I think we did a you know, pretty good job getting the pulse of Vermont. I'm, I'm not con- sure if I should be concerned when I leave the studios here at WDEV. I might be greeted by some torches and some pitchforks out there. <laughs> not exactly sure of that. One question we did not get the answer to, student loan forgiveness. Could anybody give me one reason why we should be doing that? I hear crickets out there. And Brad uh, talking about Burlington politics. Uh, Dale gave a prediction of a... 66.2 percent. Um, it's going to the 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 165 million dollar high school bond will be uh, passed. What do you? I think it'd be. I don't know. I don't know which way this is going to go. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's a hard one. They, I mean, they've struggled with education with the location for so long and all of that. Well, they need a school Generally, for for people who are outside of the area. They've got to have a high school. The high school, the old yeah. high school, is it's you know PCB ridden. They they've been in the old Macy's downtown Burlington. They've got to build a high school. They have to do something. We all know. Put a number on it. One hundred and sixty-five million. When's the last time you built something and they did it? for that number that they give you. It's going to be higher than that. I would be concerned if I were a taxpayer, how are we going to pay for this? Yeah, it's been interesting, though. Vermonters typically, even in the hardest of times, they pass school bond issues. And, uh, you know, I think it, it speaks to a dedication to education. Yet, eventually, that will come home to roost and tax bills and everything else. So, it's tough. And, and, of course, it's not just Burlington who will pay all that money, I don't think. I think it sort of gets shared with the rest of the state in some fashion. Yeah. And, and maybe, who knows, you know, Monsanto will pay some of that. I know that there's a lawsuit now. We all know those litigations uh, that can go on and on and on. Well, this has been a blast, Brad. Sorry that you couldn't uh, join me here today. And I'm gonna, and mostly going to miss the fact that we, we go out to lunch at Maxie's right here in Waterbury. Love the food at Maxie's Restaurant. Um, so we won't be able to do that today, but uh, we'll be back again in two weeks on Travels with Charlie, and you're going to love this one, Brad. Of course, uh, it's Thanksgiving week. We're going to be talking uh, talking turkey, and we're also going to be talking with uh, my, my friends, uh, Steve Malizia and Daryl Graham. Steve is, of course, uh, he's a PR guy with Warrior Soar, and the Warrior Soar group is Mr. Uh, Daryl Graham, who has a veteran-owned business called Grumpy's Dogs. And I said, we need to get Grumpy in here and do a live taste test of a Michigan dog. So that's what we're going to do coming up on the next show on November 21st, Talking Turkey, Talking Hot Dogs, Warriors Soars. Get out and vote tomorrow. Have a great day. Thanks for joining me here on Travels with Charlie. Brad, thank you for being my guest this afternoon. Travels with Charlie sponsored by Casella Waste, Jolly Convenience, and Milne Travel American Express. I'm Charlie Papillo. I'll see you in my travels. <laughs>